Chapter Twenty Four of Paul, a Herald of the Cross. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Paul, a Herald of the Cross by Florence M. Kingsley. Chapter Twenty Four A Strong Deliverer. Passover week was almost ended in Jerusalem, yet the throngs of people which filled the holy city showed no disposition to depart. "'I shall remain in Jerusalem until after tomorrow,' quoth the Jew from Cilicia to his neighbor from Lebanon. "'Since tomorrow the Nazarene Peter will be crucified.' "'He will be crucified?' said the other, raising his brows. "'So they say, so they say, friend.' "'Twill be almost as great a spectacle as the crucifixion of the Galilean himself. "'I witness that, thanks be to Jehovah.' "'This will assuredly put an end to the Nazarenes,' continued the man from Cilicia, "'stroking his beard complacently. "'A good thing, too. "'Not that I know any great evil of them beyond this teaching of the Gentiles, "'but that is evil enough. "'We are a separate people, a holy people, "'and we must remain so or perish miserably off the face of the earth. Our separateness is the salvation ordained for us by Jehovah. Exalted and blessed be his name, responded the other, closing his eyes with an expression of holy rapture. He opened them again after a proper interval. He opened them again after a proper interval and fixed them with a steely glitter upon his neighbor. I agreed to sell fifty bags of grain to one of these same Nazarenes yesterday. He gave me no surety but bade me come to him on the morrow. The more fool thou, son of Abraham, said the other, with a comfortable shrug of the shoulders. If thou hast the grain still in hand, thank God for it, and take it to the Gentile woman Helena. She will give thee double its value without question, for she hath undertaken to relieve the famine which prevails in the city, to the end that she may cover her sins and purchase favor with the Almighty, which thing, thank God, it is impossible for a Gentile to do. The Lord hath spoken it, so let it be. In another part of Jerusalem the same words were being uttered in that self-same hour, yet with a far different meaning. In the house of Mary, the mother of John, there was gathered on this last night of the Passover a company of the disciples, and with them Saul and Barnabas, bearers of good cheer to the famine-stricken brethren, since they brought to them a generous gift sent by the newly converted Greeks at Antioch to the suffering mother church at Jerusalem. Yet the famine which had lain so heavily upon them for months had been altogether forgotten in the terrible occurrences of the past days. James, the brother of that disciple whom Jesus loved, one of the first to be called by the Master, one of the first to follow, a chosen witness of the heavenly transfiguration and of that not less sacred agony in Gethsemane, James had been seized and put to death so suddenly that those who remained behind could scarce realize that he was gone. And now Peter was lying in prison waiting for the morrow, which was to bring him a shameful and horrible death, unless there should come speedily from the unseen regions beyond their longing vision some real and tangible help. During all the days of that sad Passover week, only less sad than the other, the bittersweet memory of which would never leave them. A cloud of passionate prayers had ascended without ceasing to their risen Lord, who had assured them that not a hair should fall from the head of any one of them without the Father's notice. It is not that he hath forsaken us, said the bereaved John, 
for he told us plainly of these days at that last Passover supper, when he said, Yea, the time shall come that whosoever killeth you will think that he doeth God service. My brother is gone to the father's house, it is well with him. And if that other saying of our Lord's concerning Peter be about to be fulfilled, Verily I say unto thee, when thou wast young, thou didst gird thyself, and thou didst walk whither thou wouldest. But when thou shalt be old, thou shalt stretch forth thine hands, and another shall gird thee, and carry thee, whither thou wouldest not. We must also endure this affliction, knowing that he doeth all things well. Yet in all patient acceptance of these words, they prayed none the less earnestly to God. For had not the Lord also said, If you ask anything in my name, it shall be done unto you. And also, where two or three of you be gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst. And again, where two of you be agreed on earth as touching anything that you shall ask, it shall be done for you of my Father which is in heaven. While they thus entreated God for his life, Peter lay in the prison of Herod, guarded by four quaternions of soldiers, made fast moreover with chains to the men who lay on either side of him. For the Jews had told Herod of the strange escape of Peter and John out of the prison on a former occasion, and how it was whispered about among the common people that an angel had delivered them. No angel intervened to save the neck of the man James from the headsman's sword, said Herod, his lips curling with a scornful smile. And if angel or devil deliver this knave from the chains which bind him, his guards shall answer with their lives, I have said it. Therefore the quaternions which had been detailed for this purpose watched with the diligence born of mortal fear the man who had been entrusted to their keeping, for the governor of the prison had not neglected to report this saying of Agrippa to his underlings. As for Peter, he sojourned during seven days in the valley of the shadow of death, and like many who have perforce tarried there, he found it a wondrous place, a place where the tranquil stream of that river of life which proceeds from out the throne of God and of the Lamb, flows noiselessly, mingling its pure waters with that darker flood which divides the narrow valley from the limitless reaches of the celestial country. And so it happened that on the seventh night he slept quite peacefully betwixt his guards, knowing full well that if death awaited him on the morrow, there also awaited him the triumphant song of the redeemed, the robes made white in the blood of the Lamb and beyond all and above all the rapturous vision of that face beloved the face of his lord and as he slept the thoughts of the day floated and mingled in cloudy yet glorious imaginings forms of divine beauty strains of unearthly melody faint rustling of angelic pinions ineffable radiances of heaven-lit spaces on a sudden the vision grew clearer an angel stood by his side clad in the dazzling garb of the celestial city, and his voice was the voice of command, Arise up quickly. Peter arose, and the fetters fell from off his limbs. Gird thyself, and bind on thy sandals, whispered the radiant presence again. The man obeyed. Surely, he thought within himself, I am solaced beyond measure. By the glory of this vision, tis a foretaste of that beyond which is now so near. Cast thy garment about thee, said the angel once more, turning as if to depart. Follow me. Peter followed, still marveling within himself. They were in the street now, the white luster of the angelic presence casting a clear light upon the dusty pavement as it flitted noiselessly on before. 
past familiar streets and squares through squalid byways and alleys went the twain and now through the darkness loomed up the massive iron gate which led into the inner city it swung open noiselessly as the mysterious radiance smote it the angel passed through the man followed still dazed with the wonder of it all i sleep he said half aloud surely i sleep this is but a vision of the night yet i hear the sound of my footsteps on the stones of the street and yonder a cock is crowing my lord my lord he bowed his face upon his hands in an agony of weeping the clarion summons rang out lustily once twice thrice it was echoed faintly from afar then the silence settled down once more the man raised his haggard face wet with passionate tears and looked about him the angelic presence had vanished but the moon struggling amid a mass of clouds shed a pallid light upon the place where he was standing yonder was the house of john a faint light twinkled feebly behind its half-closed shutters why do they wake he questioned passing his hand across his eyes in vague bewilderment someone is ill perchance yet i sleep no no this is no dream the lord hath sent his angel and hath delivered me out of the hand of herod i am saved saved and with the tide of returning life flowing strongly in his veins he knocked imperatively upon the outer portal of the house it is i open i beseech thee he said softly as he heard the sound of a light hesitating footstep within but the maid for it was a young maid named rhoda who had come to hearken at the door ran back in haste and joy to those who were within peter is without she cried breathlessly her pale cheeks glowing like two lamps of delight peter is knocking at the door but the others more sadly wanted to life shook their heads nay girl they said thou art dazed with much wakefulness and sorrow thou hast imagined it and this said they though for seven days they had besought this man's deliverance at the hands of a god whom they professed to believe all-powerful truly if the father gave only in accordance with our faith we should gather but meagre handfuls of his abundance but he remembereth our frame nay i tell thee it is peter i heard his voice i know his voice he is knocking knocking loudly do you not hear it is his angel then said mary wiping her eyes they have slain him suddenly even as they slew james but the sound of the loud insistent knocking had brought the others to their feet someone is there of a surety said john and he opened wide the door it is i fear not said the familiar and well-loved voice i am safe the lord hath brought me out of the prison by the hand of his angel but i must not tarry lest i be seized when the morning dawns tell james and the others be of good cheer the lord is with us alway even unto the end end of chapter twenty four